brings all places together. Here we believe that our lives are connected to one another and rooted in God's inclusive and expansive love for diverse creation. I'm Colleen Montgomery, pastor of All Places Together and your podcast host. Wherever you are, however you are, whoever you are, take a deep breath. It's the season of creation. Let's talk about forests. Welcome to the season of creation at All Places Together. In this five-week podcast series, we'll spend some time each week reflecting on a different aspect of creation. This year's themes are forest, land, wilderness, river, and animals. Our Zoom communion on September 18th will feature special creation-themed prayers, and I'll also be putting together an online pet blessing too. Be sure you're following us on Facebook and Instagram at All Places Together to get all of the details on how to join and how to get your pet blessed. So let's jump in today's conversation that is all about forests and trees. Today, I'm so excited to welcome Sister Phyllis Cox to All Places Together. Sister Phyllis is a deacon in the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America and is a regional faith community outreach coordinator for Virginia Interfaith Power and Light. She covers the Roanoke and Shenandoah Valleys. Phyllis has a bachelor's in environmental studies, as well as a master's in Christian ministry from the Lutheran Theological Southern Seminary. She's also completed a certificate from Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary in climate justice and faith. Phyllis has been married for 37 years, and together with her husband, they have a son who is married, and they have one grandson who I hear is the absolute coolest. Phyllis loves to cook, do word games, and spend out time outside with Khaki, who is their soft-coated Wheaton Terrier. Welcome to All Places Together, Phyllis. We're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for the invitation to be with you today, Colleen. Well, this is the first episode of our season of creation 2023. And part of the reason that All Places Together is celebrating this special season is because of your invitation for communities in the Virginia Synod to do so. Um, So I was wondering if you could start our time off with just uh, sharing a little bit about what the season of creation means to you. Thank you, Colleen. Um, the season of creation um, 
and season of harvest, season of growing things. Um, I don't know about you, but I love this time of year when I'm able to go out to the garden and pick off a, a ripe tomato and bring it in the house and put it on toast, maybe with a couple of slices of bacon and also have picked some lettuce along the lines and put it all together and know that I grew everything that's on that sandwich except for the bacon. Um, <laughs> just, just a delight. Love the season of creation. And um, it is one of my favorite seasons of the year since it goes from late summer into to fall. And as part of, of the tapestry um, team of the Virginia Synod, the season of creation is one of the four emphases that the tapestry team has. Tapestry refers to our justice ministries in the Virginia Synod, and creation care or the season of creation is uh, one of those four threads that are interwoven throughout the year. And so this is our time of year to really shine. I love that. And I love the invitation for congregations to engage in this work intentionally at a time where creation is really beautiful and really colorful, like you mentioned. Um, I love this time of year, and I love the fact that the Virginia Synod honors the earth by celebrating creation care. Me too. And it's clear that creation care is something that's been important to you for quite a long time. Um, so would you share with us how you first got interested in being an environmental studies major and, and how your growth has happened over the years that now this is something you do in a faith capacity? Um, I was a hippie. Um, <laughs> Love it. <laughs> I was I was a tree hugger from way back. Um, when I went to Lenore Ryan College back before it was Lenore Ryan University, um, the uh, environmental stud studies major had just been started. So I was in the cohort with the first group of environmental studies majors that graduated together, and it was me and like. 15 guys. All right. <laughs> so, Blazing a trail, Phyllis. Here we go. <laughs> so I enjoyed everything that we learned. We learned so much about like when you put stuff in, in the river, how it affects the biological oxygen demand, which affects everything in the water from the algae to the fish to the the plants that grow it affects everything and i i just i i think at that time i realized that um it's all stewardship it is stewardship of everything that god has given us and continues to give us so it has been a lifelong experience for me 
And when God called me into the ministry, um, it was, it became really apparent to me that what I wanted to do was advocacy and specifically advocacy for something that couldn't speak, which is the earth. You're going to be like the Lorax. You speak for the trees. Yes. And so now you get to do that professionally with with the faith component as well. So will you share a little bit more about the work that you get to do for Virginia Interfaith Power and Light? Absolutely. With Virginia Interfaith Power and Light, I am one of five regional faith outreach Um, faith community outreach coordinators. And those five people um, are regionally in parts of Virginia where there is need to to raise up um, issues of of climate change, of um, creation justice. And that's our job is to connect with all faith backgrounds and to connect with them and offer them support through um, the programs at Virginia Interfaith Power and Light and also to engage them uh, in our ministries um, in getting out the vote and honoring creation justice and making sure that people are aware of the programs that are out there that are available. For instance, solar for nonprofits and um, uh, all sorts of other programs that are available through VAIPL. And um, I just am, am terrifically excited to work with this group of women who are all older and all committed to the cause of creation justice. That's beautiful. And so within the Roanoke and Shenandoah Valleys, which are kind of your territory, what are some of those particular concerns that you'll be sharing with the faith communities about? Well, solar is um, something that is very, um, very on the tops of um, a lot of people's minds. Some areas of uh, the Shenandoah Valley have embraced solar. Some are uh, very resistant to it, mm-hmm. and some are still studying the the idea of what it could mean for the future and how it could reduce the carbon footprint for most businesses and industries, and how we can make a difference in our our overall climate by reducing our carbon footprint. Yeah, and I know that is true for church buildings as well. Um, when I was doing internship in First Call in Indiana, our church building had solar panels on it through the Indiana Interfaith Power and Light Program. And I know that that's something that y'all do in Virginia as well. So churches can also have solar panels. Absolutely. There's there's actually a Catholic church in Virginia Beach 
who um, who they are completely self-sufficient um, as far as electricity. And they also sell some electricity back to the power company, which I love. <laughs> That's so awesome. And so in particular, in our observation of Season of Creation here at APT, today is our episode to talk about forests, to talk about trees. And so I know that you have a tree planting outreach that you've been doing um, here across the Virginia Synod. And I was wondering if you could, in particular, speak for the trees, Phyllis. Tell us about it. I will. Um... I will hug my favorite tree and tell you that um, when I started the uh, creation just creation justice program at uh, Pacific Lutheran Theological Seminary, um, one of the components was that we got to work with a cohort that was international. So we got to talk to people in Africa and Iceland and all over Canada, all over the United States, including Hawaii wow. and Australia. And that was our cohort. And we talked every other week for a couple of hours in the evening because you have to find really work to find a time that suits all of the people in that cohort. But we we did a lot of study on what we wanted to do as far as our faith project, which was the culmination of our studies over a year. And my faith project was to plant trees and do tree planting litanies hmm. at various, um, well, wherever I am asked to in the Virginia Synod. And so at this point, I have planted four trees and I have the, the possibility of doing three more right now. Oh, that's happy. It, it's wonderful. It's, it's just amazing. And it's interesting because at every single place that I've been, the people have been so interested in it. They really want to hear about the program I was in. They want to hear about what a difference uh, planting trees makes. And they love the passion with which um, I, I embrace the project. Oh, I'm sure. And do they each get to pick out a different type of tree? Is there, I mean, because it's not a one tree fits all situation, right? When it comes to planting. It is not a one tree fits all. However, I, I do encourage that um, the congregation select a tree that is native to Virginia so that we don't bring in more trees that are non-native and have the, the possibility of further um, damaging our environment. Uh, when we use native plants and native trees, it's much better for our environment in Virginia. And they have a better chance of living, too. Also, which is important because planting yes. a tree is quite the investment. I mean, I know 
the amount of water and care and attention that you really pour into adolescent trees is pretty extensive. Right. Yes. But it's so worth it because um, trees give us what we need to live and take away from us the things that are our byproducts. So it's it's the most beautiful cycle of life when you consider what we are about and how we can actually affect change one tree at a time. Um, one of the uh, members of our cohort with PLTS was from um, a place in Africa where a lot of the forests have been cut down. And except for around churches, and they consider that those trees are sacred because they're near churches. So there are all of these little oases of trees with churches. And there was one of the priests, this was um, an Orthodox church, who said that whenever we plant a tree, the tree then prays that we have long life so that we can plant more trees. And just that, that is so beautiful to hear. And then you can, can think about that tree swaying in the breeze and praying for us as the, the leaves move on the branches. It's just the most beautiful visual. Um, and it's one of my favorite things that I use when I'm centering myself self for prayer. And just as you're describing that, I'm reminded of the psalm where, I don't remember which one, I'll have to Google it later, um, but when it talks about this, the trees are praising God and the trees sing yeah. and the trees clap their hands, like this idea that we are connected with all the truth, right? The truth that we are all connected um, in nature, plants and animals alike, and that the trees worship God as well. And pray right. for us. That's beautiful. We need it's it. It's just gorgeous. It's um, all nature is connected. And believe it or not, they have actually found that trees do communicate with other trees underground. Oh, wow. And I just I love that. You know? uh, the roots, they're doing things in the soil that we can't see. I love that. Yay. So in particular, when we think about the Bible and trees or forests, um, are there particular like Bible stories or verses about trees that are meaningful to you that maybe you you reference in the litany that you'd like to lift up for us here today? Well, I don't do any any particular trees in the litany, but honestly, um, one of my favorite um, Bible stories is um, uh, related to um, this this weekend's uh, lessons, and it's about Elijah and hmm. and Jezebel had um, hard feelings. For, for they were Elijah. not friends. They were not friends no. at all. 
it, uh, Elijah had had burned up or or God at uh, Elijah's uh, suggestion had burned up uh, Jezebel's favorite Baal's uh, figurines and and in a in a pretty you know magnificent way he he sent fire down and and she she told Elijah she was going to kill him. Yes, she did. Watch out. She's coming. And Elijah, you know, instead of trusting that God would take care of him, he took off. You know, he says, I'm not going to wait around to see her uh, make this dream come true. I'm going to take off. Well, he did. And he ran. And one of my favorite parts of that is that he hid under a broom tree. Hmm. Well, a lot of people don't realize that a broom tree is not exactly where you would go for shade. Okay, because I don't, I know this story well, and I don't recognize this particular detail. And I also don't know what a broom tree is. So please tell me and everyone else what a broom tree is. A broom tree basically is is twigs with leaves on them. Oh, no. So there's, you know, you may get a couple of inches of shade, but you're definitely not going to get shade from the sun. So this is like a toddler who's learning how to play hide and go seek and like hides behind something very thin being like, you can't find me. (laughs) This is the vibe. But but a broom tree, when they used to cut broom trees off and let them dry, and the leaves would fall off of them, and they would use them for a broom. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. And I just, I love I love that he went from Jezebel to hiding trying to hide behind something that wasn't going to hide him all because he just couldn't figure out that God was going to take care of him no matter what. And yeah. he had trust issues. So um, I, I love that, that story about the broom tree um, because it, it just makes you giggle. Um, and especially if you've watched, children play hide and seek like you were referring to um, because you know <laughs> or or even um peekaboo you know <laughs> when i first yeah. started playing peekaboo with with theo and you could go like this then and, and they would pretend that you weren't there <laughs> yeah like you only cover up your eyes and like the rest of your body is still there but it's still this surprise of like and you're right and that god even when we are covering our eyes or hiding behind something that is clearly insufficient like god still sees us there and god does come to elijah and takes care of him and and elijah does have you know a happier ending than than just hiding there in that tree but that is a really beautiful story i just i never knew i never picked up on that detail phyllis that's awesome (laughs) Well, it's being, I think, brand new to being um, being in the ministry that probably um, helps me on that. <laughs> I, 
pick up on the details. That's awesome. I mean, that's just so great how all of our brains work a little bit different. And when you have, you know, the mindset and perspective that you do for environmental justice, like when it's talking about the different types of trees or plants like that, of course, that's going to, you know, pique your interest and draw you in. Oh, yeah. And then you can share it with the rest of us. Absolutely. And the neatest thing is that the the women that I work with at VAIPL are all like-minded. They are all interested in connecting scripture and belief and and just the understanding that we may only be able to do something very small, but it's encouraging others to do that very small thing. And lots of people doing that same small thing that produces big results over the long run. Definitely. And planting a tree is a very small thing. But if enough of us plant enough trees, it's going to make a difference. That's such a beautiful hope to hold on to and to live into and, and act on. And so... Are you, if someone is listening and they are a member of another Virginia Synod congregation, is it too late to invite you to come? Absolutely not. Um, and I will say that my, my Sundays are a little full right now because I'm, I'm doing a lot of supply work. But um, I can always make time to meet with a congregation and to do a tree planting litany and a a tree planting on their grounds. And actually, fall is a much better time than summer is to, to plant trees. Okay. All right, team. Well, you've heard it from Sister Phyllis. If you want this this fall, we'll we'll link your contact information um, in the show notes so people can get a hold of you if that's something that you're in, if that if that's something that they're interested in. Absolutely, go for it. Wonderful. Well, are there any other um, kind of final thoughts or things that you were hoping to be able to share with us about the season of creation or what it means to take care of trees and forests? Well, celebrating the season of creation in the Virginia Synod, um, I know that there are small things that people don't think are going to make a difference. One in particular uh, we also embrace through VAIPL is just putting a post-it note on every light switch in your house to remind you to turn the light out because we don't need electricity in every room of our house at the same time, all the time. And to replace light bulbs with LEDs because they last longer and they use less electricity. And the easiest one is when you're brushing your teeth, turn the water off. Hmm. Yeah. Again, like these small little actions that add up to something bigger. And I know when I was in the parish, um, every congregation I had either before I came or while I was there, we made little signs for our light switches and for our thermostats, kind of talking about 
what temperature we wanted things at and, and reminding people to turn off the lights that, that congregations can be leaders in that too. Or maybe that's something that you could do at your school or your office um, as well right. and the other places that you spend your time. Well, the thing that it also does, it it develops a mindset of of environmental responsibility and and creation care it it develops that overall mindset if you do it enough times definitely well, thank you so much for being with us today, Sister Phyllis, for sharing your stories, your expertise with us, and welcoming welcoming us into this season of creation. Thank you so much for the opportunity to be with you and to um, send out this message to all of the folks in the Virginia Senate and beyond. I'm sure that there are others out oh, yeah. there. Um, and I really do appreciate the ability, the opportunity to be here and to talk with you about something that's so near and dear to my heart. Oh, amen. Amen. Would you like for me to um, pray us out? Sure. of grace and mercy thank you for your creation thank you for the ability to understand our role as stewards of all of your resources help us to be ever mindful of the needs of others in all that we do in the name of your son jesus christ amen amen Thank you for joining us at All Places Together. We hope you experienced God's love for you and the world in today's episode. All Places Together is celebrating God's work, our hands, a day of service this coming Sunday, Sunday, September 10th, and I hope that you'll join us. We're partnering with Technicolor Ministries out of Texas for a letter writing campaign and a card coloring event, all in support of our trans siblings. We'll learn about writing letters to our elected officials to show our support for our trans siblings. And then we'll also spend some time coloring cards of affirmation and celebration for the trans community that we'll share at LGBTQIA community centers around the country. We'll gather at 4 p.m. on Eastern time. And then there's a link to sign up in socials. And if you can sign up by Wednesday, I'm going to try to do my best to have some research done about your state to be sure that we are writing effective letters in support of our trans siblings. There's also a link on socials to sign up for our September Zoom communion on Monday, September 18th. If you've signed up or joined us for communion before, you're already on the mailing list. 
just reply to the email if you don't want to be on it. But otherwise, I'm just copying and pasting last month into this month. If you haven't joined us for communion before and you'd like to come and see what it's all about, there's a link on Facebook and Instagram to get you signed up. I hope you'll consider joining us. And don't forget, this month's worship service is going to be all about the season of creation. As always, thank you to our mission partners, the Virginia Synod and the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America. Being church together is so important. Thank you also to those who give financially each and every month to make a difference and an impact in the ongoing ministry of all places together. If you would like to set up a one-time gift or even a recurring gift, you can go to our website, allplacestogether.org. Scroll to the bottom where it says give now, click that button and you'll be redirected to our giving page. Until next time, remember that God loves you and is with you wherever, whoever, and however you are.